last week. It was one of those I was angry, wanted to laugh, and also wanted to cry. And here's the frustration when you say things like that that just are not accurate. Uh, I get frustrated on a couple of levels. Number one, the people that applaud and eat it up. Yeah, well, we did to China last week. That's complete and utter BS. It just blows me away. But the thing that I really find offensive is that this administration and a lot of progressives as a whole, I'm stereotyping as a whole, they tell us these lies and they just expect that we're going to believe it. And that's what's frustrating. I want to bring in uh, State Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman. I want to talk about school choice. But first, uh, Ms. Coleman, your reaction to last night's State of the Union? I mean, I think it was really funny and laughable. It weren't so terribly sad, right? I just kept thinking about those memes where the guy starts laughing and then actually cries. Uh, it, do you think he knew what was going on last week? Maybe he thinks that he had a strong response. The Joint Chiefs not tell him the way they didn't tell Trump when we had balloons in our airspace the last time? I mean, I just, if you were looking for any sort of sign about how out of touch, how in the bubble he is, um, there were so many, so many opportunities to see that last night. His weak on China response, like, oh, absolutely. We totally were strong on China. We let them gather all the data they wanted. We finally shot it down after it had been sent to them, and then we gave them their parts of their balloon bag. Like, I, I just, it's baffling. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we run out of superlatives. As a matter of fact, about an hour ago, I used the letters TFW, just the letters. Somebody got really upset. I didn't use them in, in that order, uh, but they got upset that I just said those letters in a different order. And I, re- I said, hey, I get it. And I, you know, my intent was not to offend you at all and if you're offended that's fine uh i respect well, listen, that. you're not responsible for other people's feelings i'm sorry if words are we're at a point now where even telling the truth is offensive but, and but senator maybe they, it's impolite they, to right. use those letters but it's not i i don't know <laughs> i know and that's that's the thing it wasn't even a word it was just some letters <laughs> strung together but here's the thing and here's what the other thing now we're getting off topic but that's okay senator we enjoy visiting with you here on wake up mid-missouri i am brandon rathard there's mr brian Housworth. it's good to see him glad the senator's on with us john marsh is here good morning there's producer hannah hello stephanie bell back on on uh monday well i was talking about one of the other things that gets on uh gets on my nerves oh so you say those letters for example and people well you said that and well but whatever you your reaction is not my responsibility if you take those letters wtf for example to mean something that's on you that's what you're taking it to mean is i that's not on me it's not my responsibility let's move forward state senator mary elizabeth coleman on wake up mid-missouri on 93.9 the eagle and 104.5 news radio 950 kwos school choice uh, officially known senate bill 81 is basically would allow parents to use education money to send your kid to whatever school you want public private or parochial uh whatever you want uh is that a fair bottom line Absolutely. So Missouri has been trying something for a long, long time, and we're failing. The idea that school administrators know better than parents what school is best for their kids isn't working. And so I think that the ultimate and local control is making sure mom and dad can get the best education for that particular kid. And listen, it's going to be different for each kid, maybe. Uh, So Senate Bill 81 just proposes that the state share 
of the foundation spending formula. It's this really complicated, convoluted way that we determine how much money the state gives to each kid is going to be able to follow that kid. And the parents can decide which school is going to best meet the needs of their ch- their kiddos. And um, I think moms and dads are better equipped to make those decisions than administrators, certainly better than bureaucrats, and a heck of a lot better than politicians. And so I want to get the money back to the people who are going to be the ones who are driving what is best for their kids. Senator, uh, we always appreciate you joining us and uh, and, and appreciate the time. Uh, it is worth noting your district, which is Jefferson County, has a strong public education system, and it would have been unheard of 20, 30 years ago for a Republican to win your district, but you won that with 65% of the vote. I mean, really, Brandon summed it up. In one, really one, uh, you know, sentence, your bill authorizes p- parents to choose the school that their kids attend. That really is it in another Show and your bill is passed committee. And my question is this Have you had a chance to talk to President Rowden here in Columbia about when the bill will come up for a vote or, or discussion on the floor? Because I'm sure it's going to be filibustered. Yeah, I mean, listen, Democrats don't think parents are able to make these types of decisions. They would rather trust anybody else. And so I do expect that they'll stand up and oppose this bill. Um, interestingly, the Senate pro tem. Senator Rowden from Columbia isn't the one who gets to decide that anymore. We have a new floor leader, and her name is Cindy O'Loughlin, and Senator O'Loughlin from Shelby. Um, we had this, a discussion, and actually the bill came up, and we laid it over. We're waiting um, today on the floor of the Senate. We're going to be passing the Parents' Bill of Rights, mm-hmm. making sure that our public schools aren't teaching CRT, and she asked if I'd be willing to pause and we'll come to that bill um, after we've had a chance to work through this other issue that's already kind of before the body. So I would expect sometime next week we'll be able to get to it. State Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman, Republican, reps Jefferson County, joining us this morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Senator, you're sponsoring a bill that's getting a lot of attention that would basically, in a word, eliminate sales tax on food. Yeah, it's a continuation. We talked about this last year, John, and I'm excited that we're getting traction again. Uh, we have more money in the state than we have ever had at a time that everything is more expensive for families. People's budgets are, um, you know, they're really being stretched. I talked to a friend of mine last weekend that he's working seven days a week. He said he's never felt like this. Everything is getting more expensive and building a tax system that is based on necessities uh, is, I think, really really kind of an abomination, honestly. It's just horrific to me. I don't think that we should be running our state on money that is collected from food, right? Like that is a necessity of life. We know that our poorest neighbors are spending more proportionally of their budget on food than the wealthy are. And uh, when we have record dollars in the coffers for the state, I think the place that you start fixing our myriad of tax problems is those that hurt the poorest of the poor first. You know, if I could follow very quickly on that, and and John, I'm glad brought up the point about the sales tax on food, um, Senator, because John and I were at the Capitol in 1997 when Governor Carnahan signed a bill, and I I thought he, and that was was Rich Christmer, a Republican's bill, but Carnahan signed it. I thought, many of us thought, that that was already taken off. What happened? So what happened, yeah, so our tax that is left is we have a 1% state tax that is 
remaining because back in 1982, under something called Proposition C, right. there was a ballot initiative to, pa- to tax everything in the state that sold at 1%. What uh, Representative Christmer passed was taking the tax rate from 4% down to the 1%. Later on, there was a 0.225% that was tax on food that was added at the ballot box. Um, that is a soils in use and conservation split that money. So this would be getting rid of the 1% remaining for the state share of taxes. We're getting rid of the 0.225%. Um, but that's right. Representative Prismer back. And I think it was, I thought it was 99, but it could have been 97. It was 97 for sure. Okay. So then that's, that was when that got dropped down from four to 1%. But now, you know, gosh, 30 years later, we are, 30, not quite, 25 years later, mm-hmm. we are one of only eight states that still has a tax on our grocery items. And it's really a bipartisan issue. Kansas repealed the last of their sales tax on food last year. Illinois did the same. Um, Republican and Democrats alike think that we shouldn't be building a tax system on necessities that affect the poor the most. And I like that because to me, these are concrete examples. Uh, Ms. Coleman is our guest, Mary Elizabeth Coleman, state senator, Republican, Jefferson County, Missouri. I love, we've got all, since the tragic events of January the 20th of 2021, we've had an incredible influx of new listeners, younger listeners, regretful Biden voters that are going like, how does this stuff work? And I think this, you try to trim down taxes, even if it's just a, a food tax, it's grocery tax, every little bit helps. And I like to use these as concrete examples. See, this is the difference between us smart conservatives, independents, libertarians, as opposed to this progressive mindset. They want to increase your tax taxes and conservatives and Republicans trying to cut taxes on things just to make life um, a little bit easier. Before we let you go, uh, back to the school choice uh, a little bit. What's the biggest... Sure. Uh, the biggest detract the, the biggest argument that you hear against school choice and how do you counter that argument yeah so i think the biggest argument is that we're going to see a decimation of our public schools and that nobody wants um education choice in the rural areas and I, those arguments are said in the same breath like i just did and i don't believe that you can have somebody arguing that their schools are so great that nobody that um, nobody wants education choice, and at the same time argue that it will decimate their local pub- public schools. These things are they're just mutually exclusive. Either, like in Jefferson County, you have strong public schools that most people are going to want to continue to go to, um, or they're not good and parents need an alternative. But they can't be both something that isn't wanted and result in decimating the public schools. So. Um, I think that's probably the biggest argument I hear again. Senator, State Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman, anything else that you would like to add before we let you go? No, just thanks so much for having me on. And um, I appreciate, again, the opportunity to talk about not just education freedom, but also reducing taxes for Missouri. And I think that our Missouri super uh, Republican, the super majority is focused on these things that help working families, everyday issues that people care about. And, you're seeing a working government right now, and I'm proud to be a part of it. Thank you. Mary Elizabeth Coleman, Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Coming up, 825 uh, Wall Street. So we talk about, as, as we stick to the theme of Republicans and policies, conservatives, things